Stories of Transformation are a collection of documentary shorts about the impact of psilocybin and other psychedelics. They'll be screened on February 26th at 7 a.m. at the Linda's WAMC Performing Arts Center, located at 339 Central Avenue in Albany. We are joined today by Avery Stemple, co-president of New Yorkers for Mental Health Awareness, and Joy Joe McKay, a New York firefighter who has benefited from this type of treatment. Gentlemen, thank you for joining us at the Hudson Mohawk Magazine. Thank you so much. And just real quick, you said 7 a.m. It's actually 7 p.m. 7 p.m. <laughs> Don't come in the morning, please. <laughs> well, that was my first question. So. <laughs> uh, so what about this type of treatment interested you both? Well, for me, um, I found out by a kind of by accident. Not, well, actually, I shouldn't say by accident. I found out um, while I was still an active firefighter in New York City. Um, that there was a study done by a, um, a advocacy group and Harvard um, that helped with the condition that I have, which is called cluster or suicide headache. Um, I, there were really no treatments out there that really worked. Um, the best was that 30% of the people would respond to the pharmaceuticals, but uh, the rest of us didn't have any choices. Um, I got the nerve up after I retired, you know, being desperate, and uh, it worked. It stopped the pain, and it benefited me in a few other ways as well. Yeah, and, and I have a culinary mushroom farm in Troy, and one of the reasons I got involved is the sheer number of people who came in often begging for help, not because they wanted it for recreation, because, and I do believe that recreation is a step for, towards wellness, but often for, hey, my daughter is suicidal and none of the medicines that they've prescribed have worked for her, or my father is dying in hospice and he's suffering from end-of-life ennui and I've heard that this works and unfortunately we cannot provide any of that medicine at this point, which is why I got involved in advocacy because I do feel that with the right guardrails and the right um, education that people can use these uh, natural medicines to help heal and for their well care. But ultimately, no one should be criminalized for their attempts to heal. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and isn't it uh, true that this kind of a treatment is generally a little bit safer than pharmaceuticals can be, at least when it comes to side effects and things? Yeah, Avery, you want to get on it? Well, I mean, you know, safer is 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 relative. I, uh, psilocybin containing mushrooms don't have any uh, uh, addictive co uh, components that we know of so far, and it, they're highly non-toxic. So you can't overdose on them. You could spend much more time than you may want on a, an experience, um, but that's a uh, you know neither here nor there, but that, that's one of the reasons why education is so important. And we, we want to make sure that people are uh, understand the impact of their choices and, and how they're applying the medicine to, you know, their situations. And yeah. And as far as the other treatments go for, for this condition, for cluster headache, um, the, the, some of them are, uh, are, are pretty nasty um, as far as side effects go. Um, psilocybin mushrooms occur naturally. Uh, I, I believe you, you could eat a truckload of them and there's no toxicity to them at all. Um, whereas some of the med pharmaceuticals um, that had been prescribed, um, aneurysm and, and cardiac issues as well were, were two of the big ones, but there were quite a few other uh, side effects. Who would you suggest this kind of a treatment for? 
necessarily? Oh goodness. Well, I mean, <clears throat> the 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 number of symptoms that psilocybin-containing mushrooms have proven to help uh, range the gamut from irritable bowel syndrome to post-traumatic stress disorder. So it it really is. Some people are taking it for. Uh, pain management and inflammation, and some people are taking it for cognitive disassociation and trauma. So it's, it really, it, it just runs the gamut. Wow. I, I've heard about the psychological. I, I did not realize it was actually viable for things like IBS and other physical uh, issues. Chronic pain. There are a lot of studies uh, right now with, with chronic pain um, and, and psilocybin mushrooms. Um, currently, this is a study. It's been ongoing at, up at Yale um, with psilocybin mushrooms for a cluster headache and migraine as well. And there's promising promising results as of today. Yeah, if you're interested in the pain management aspect, you can go to uh, cluster. The Cluster Busters organization has some great research on their website, and that's uh, clusterbusters.org, I believe. Correct. Correct. Me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. And uh, we we have our website is nymha.com. So it's New Yorkers for Mental Health Alternatives. And we have some other testimony from um, Jesse Gould, who is a a veteran. And he, you know, talks about how he he has benefited and and processed his trauma uh, using psilocybin containing mushrooms. Yeah. And I'll tack on to that, that uh, uh, Jesse is, uh, has started an organization, and there are a few of them out there, that send veterans out of the country to get this treatment because it's illegal here. And it, that's, that's wrong that we, you know, that we send our veterans, we send our soldiers off to war, and when they get back, they, they're not taken care of here, and they have to rely on charitable, charitable organizations to, to, uh, to take care of their post-traumatic stress. Yeah, and that, that's one of the main things that we're looking to change, is make sure that, you know, we are helping the mental health crisis of our returning veterans by providing various act, uh, avenues for healing. So, you know, and these medicines that promote neuroplasticity have proven a lot of, you know, very useful in allowing people to process their trauma with therapy and, and move on. So there is some amount of preparation and then experience and then integration that's required to really heal from these situations. Well, I remember when I was in school, they always told me, don't do magic mushrooms and there are all these bad things behind them. So do you have any of these like preconceived notions about these bad things coming from magic mushrooms? No, <laughs> no. It, a lot of it was hype with the, the drug war. Um, th- there was a lot of research done prior to uh, Nixon, uh, the Nixon administration, proving that that psychedelics helped with uh, various conditions, like phantom limb pain is just one of them that comes to mind off the top of the bat. Um, Korean veteran, uh, Korean War veterans coming back with um, phantom limb pain, having an arm or a leg missing, were being treated with LSD. And they had tremendous success, success with the, with those treatments at the time. So there are, you know, there were plenty of other conditions that that helped. And and I I will definitely admit that there is not no risk, because, but the risk really comes from what you are yourself processing, and a lot depends on your set and setting. So if you take one of these uh, substances that promote neuroplasticity, and you go to a bar and you're around a lot of chaotic people and you may not have the best experience because 
it may open your traumas up in a way that you you are not able to process them. And so if you take a substance like this that is hugely impactful on your emotions and your way that you're processing things without guardrails, that's where the difficult situations arise. So so it's it's about education and we are engaged in disentangling the misinformation that the last 30 years plus have woven into the just say no culture. Right. The term set and setting are, are, are big. You have to be in the right mindset and in the right setting um, when you use psychedelic substances. Period. Yeah. And as you kind of alluded to earlier, uh, dosage is very important. So if it's not too technical, how do you guys kind of control for that with something as natural as a mushroom? Sure. Well, that that is one of the things that uh, we are trying to pass legislation in order for better testing or testing at all of these medicines, just like cannabis, just like alcohol, you know, cannabis tests for CBD and, and THC and alcohol tests for alcohol content. There are ways to test how strong, how much psilocybin and psilocin and bactosin are in each uh, uh, of the mushroom products. That doesn't exist right now in, in the gray market uh, that we, we currently, you know, uh, work through and to be able to provide safe dosing, we need to create ways that people can have access to that technology. And right now without, you know, it being just a schedule one substance, you know, and, and, and with no medical use, uh, uh, acknowledged, there's no system set up to, help people understand what it is that they're taking because the the different there's over 250 mushrooms that contain psilocybin and all of them wow. contain it to different amounts and so you can take a handful of one and be totally fine or you can take one of another and have a very uh involved experience so this uh, th uh this upcoming event what can people expect at this event well it's uh, uh the uh um, the group Reconsider um, gathers um, people from all walks of life, first responders, veterans, medical professionals, and they they showcase uh, stories of transformation, like myself, who, you know, basically psilocybin changed my life. It helped me with, you know, was a treatment for cluster headache. It also helped me with post-traumatic stress and, uh, and an opioid addiction that I picked up after I retired. Um, and my story is just one of the many people out there that, that have benefited from uh, from psilocybin. And, and this is a showcase of uh, from four, four different perspectives and uh, looking forward to it. Yeah. And, and the participant, the subjects of the films will be there as well as the filmmakers as part of a panel so that, um, you know, people can question, ask questions and, and get some answers, too. So we'll see. We'll show the movies and then also have a panel. Within the last 30 seconds, is there anything else that uh, was left unsaid and where can more people find more information about what we talked about today and the event? Sure. Follow uh, our Instagram at NY Psilocybin Action Committee. That's all one word. And uh, February 27th, the Tuesday after the screening, we will be occupying the hallway at the legislative office building and speaking with lawmakers. And so if you're interested in helping us move this issue forward, please come and, and talk to lawmakers and tell them why this is important. Reconsider.org. You can, you can go to that website as well. 
Nice. All right. Excellent. Well, thank you both so much for joining us. And uh, just for the listeners, from it, the screening will be happening on February 26th at 7 p.m. <laughs> Hopefully we'll see you there. Fantastic. Thanks. Thank you so thank much. You. Thank you. You're welcome.